0: see Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Is this a smart bet on the Rangers? Because I was thinking about this earlier today when we were talking about Taylor Hearn and how DFW fans can be spoiled. I feel like my general sense has always been sports fans across the board can be spoiled and can lash out if their team isn't playing well or isn't playing to expectations. And so this is kind of going back to the expectations for the Texas Rangers this year, and if people have reasonable ones. Because I was looking at it, and they have the World Series odds for all 30 teams going into spring training, and I realize a lot still could change. And the Rangers are not high on that list. Right now, they're 50-1 to to win the World Series, which is actually a tiny bit lower than I would have guessed. But that's 10th in the American League. So when you hear people saying they better make the playoffs, they better... I get there's a difference between I want them to make the playoffs and they better make the playoffs. So when you hear people say they're they better make the playoffs, they're listed as the tenth favorite in the American League to win the World Series.
1: Mike, when we we discuss our our number and we got them just above 500, it's kind of in that in that range, and you really like this is an upside thing. It looks good does that if they're let's say they win 84 games All right? is that a everything went perfect for them or you're putting in place because that's for me i'm putting in place a couple things went wrong and not everybody played up to, but they were really good for this year. But it's not everything went perfect. If everything was to go perfect, Kevin, they're making the playoffs with the sure. pitching rotation, sure, sure. and that means Nathaniel Lowe hit 300 again. Marcus Simeon was good all season. Seeger turned back into the superstar that they he's were, supposed to be. They were hot at the same time. Yeah, all sometimes. those things yeah. go perfectly, but when I look at this and I'm putting them in that range, I'm saying we have enough talent good enough coaching to be right there in the mix, but we still are missing a couple pieces.
2: Yeah. So I know you gave a lot there. Are you saying that? I think if everything goes right, I mean, all your answers are yes, you win 90 games. It's tough to win 90 games. It is tough. And so I think if they win 84, most of your answers were yes. Because I believe – you might have this, Kevin, on your email, but I believe the Rangers over-under is 79-and-a-half yes. in Vegas. So, yes. I mean, picking 84 wins is picking well over yeah. their win total. If they win 80 games, if, if you do think they're going to go over 500, it is a good bet right now in Vegas because right now their over-under is under 500. Uh, so I, I will be... Disappointed if they play under 500. It's, baseball
0: And I see, I have seen in some spots it's bounced up a couple, okay. and so some people have it at 81 and a half, or okay. like essentially just about at 500, which, yeah. which feels right to me. If you get to 500, that's a 12 game improvement, mm-hmm. and if you get up to like you said, Corey, 84 then that's a 15 game improvement which but is the, crazy it is but
1: you sh- you know what when you add that much you in should. the offseason, yeah. you should be up there and, and, and you retain Martin Perez you did you know that's that's something that like when you lose something and add then you're like oh okay hold on but when you keep things and add that's even you should be better i think the thing that gets
0: me i don't know if carried away is the right word or not because it's not the results like we saw the rangers win We've seen the Rangers pile up some spring training wins, but that's not what's got me caught up. It's talking with Bruce Bochy. It's talking with Josh Young. It's talking with Taylor Hearn. It's and we've we've talked with you know Tony Beasley, and we've talked with so many people in that clubhouse, and it just feels different. And I get the logical counterpoint is an injury can change that really quick. And I am not here to argue against that. But just the way everyone talks, the way everyone is acting, the hype level feels different for them and makes me wonder if they can surpass that 500 by a good handful of games.
2: They believe they can. And that's the first time, you know, without you know, giving away things. I mean, they even knew, the Rangers kind of knew the last few years that Playing 500 playing 500 baseball would be really tough to do, so I think this one, they would be disappointed, the players, the coaches, the front office, the ownership, they would be disappointed if this team isn't competing for a playoff spot. I don't want to say they'll be, oh my gosh, what a bad year. If, if they go 84 and 78, I think this front office will go, all right, can we go get... Juan Soto, can we go get Shohei Ohtani? Not both of them, because that would cost you maybe $100 million in a year, uh, and they would spend a billion dollars on two players. If they did that, then I'm like, oh, my God. If they went and got, after this year, Juan Soto and Shohei Ohtani for approximately a dollars. Then you better win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think right now, I'm looking at this team going, they expect to play over 500. They expect to compete for a playoff spot, and it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility to make the playoffs. But I do think you have to... I think we're doing a good job here of maybe temper your expectations because this is a good team, but to get to 90 wins, that would be a huge jump. And you're talking about Jonah Heim, Josh Young, Leody Tavares. I mean, you're talking about maybe those three guys providing a lot of offense at the back end of your lineup.
1: Yeah, man, uh, with the amount of money they spent, I think that uh, uh, people look at the team and go, well, I mean, just magically, it should be, you should be contending. I, and, and you do get that, right? I totally do. And, and I hope that Ray Davis understands, like Chris Young was giving him the hey, look, you know, we're still, we're doing this, this is going to make us better. Uh, this is going to put us in during the regular season. Fans are going to want to show up to the stadium because we're playing winning baseball. We're playing a brand of baseball that you want to see day in and day out. Like, I think that is going to be something because, Kevin, Mike, you know, you saw the stadium last year by midseason. It was like, all right, that's that's pretty much it for this. Yeah. And then you and then you fire your coach. And then everything kind of continues to fall off there. So I think whenever you're talking, we were talking to Hearn this morning. Yes. And he's, and as he was talking about the starting pitching, uh, Mike, as a, as a relief pitcher, you're thinking, man, we have a chance today to go out there and maybe only have two innings to, to pitch, uh, maybe three innings max, because this dude's going to give a, set the table for us to really do something that's high leverage for us and high pressure, and we get this opportunity to go get a win. But maybe also your lineup puts the runs on the boards for you, and you, you're going out there and just getting the win for the team. And, but as the bullpen, you're not sitting there going, man, we're going to have to carry this thing from inning four all the way through yeah
2: and i think that talking to guys in the clubhouse and you know not naming names they were like we got wore out you you get to august and you're a bullpen guy and your starters are consistently pitching less than five innings now obviously Martin Perez was awesome last year. John Gray was solid when When he he pitched. They just just stunk that he would keep kind of getting on the injury list. By the way, we should be talking to John Gray in about 30 minutes. Nice. Okay, great. So in approximately 30 minutes, you know, give or take. Obviously, he has to get off the field and get up here and everything. But we'll be talking to John Gray here pretty soon. Is That the bullpen needs to not be worn out when you get to August and September. And the other thing, too, is this team, if they're going to win 80-plus games and get to that 90 mark, Somebody has to establish themselves as the closer that we're not worried about. You cannot have three different closers in a season. I know what Taylor Hearn said. He's like, well, you weren't watching. Well, I understand there were guys that stepped up and had great years. Brock Burke had a great year, and he's back. Obviously, Matt Moore had a great year. He's not back. But they had to go through Barlow. No, not the answer. Jonathan Hernandez, maybe not ready yet because of coming back from injury. Jose LeClerc, uh, you know, he's struggling with it. Who else can we use? Can Matt Moore jump in as a closer every once in a while because maybe the matchup suits our team better tonight? There has to be an established closer. When you think of all the teams last year that had great years, most of those teams had an established closer. When they got to the ninth inning, they had a guy that they knew was going to get those three outs for them. And right now they're, we don't know. We don't know who's going to get the final three outs to close out these games.
0: Now, I don't, I don't th- it's not going to be this guy, but when you're talking about people stepping up, I know it's in a different pitching role, but I, I, I saw this article and I thought it was interesting, is who's going to be the breakout player for the Texas Rangers? Or, excuse me, let me try that again. Somebody who can make a surprise impact as well. And CBS Sports went with, Glenn Otto. Now, I'm not suggesting that Glenn Otto would be the closer or anything, but when we talk about injuries, Glenn Otto is somebody that maybe you think of as – could he step into that role and be better than you think? Or could he be a stabilizing force for the bullpen? And CBS Sports pointed out that they did also pick Glenn Otto last year. So take that for what you will. What are y'all you doing, will. CBS take Sports? Take that for what you will. Mike, for me, the, like
1: the, the pet cat, I guess, that I'm hoping for is, and I know you were all about him three years ago, and I might be all about him right now is I hope Jackson and Clint Fraser is like can can be what we were hoping as you said the fully realized uh, yeah. Miles Turner
2: that 450 foot bomb yesterday <laughs> smash it, 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 it that got ball. me
1: dude he he reached out and just slugged that thing so like the second the bat hit it you were like okay yeah, well and and that's kind of where I am Mike is I we need to figure left field out I don't. I'm not completely comfortable with center field yet. They both of those guys still have some things to prove. But that's where that's one of those spots. If they were say, you know, hey, we're gonna go with Bubba and Leote in the outfield. You have a pretty good defensive outfield out there, and you can steal some bases. But if Frazier can be what we kind of thought he might be, and he gets that opportunity. I don't know if he's even going to make this team, but he's one of those guys that I'm kind of like pulling for. I
2: don't think he will out of spring training. I think he will start the year in AAA, but he can have an impact. Because there are some
1: things
0: kind of in his way with like like the contract for Grossman and stuff. Uh, That really messed a few – that really blocked a few people's potential.
2: My breakout for the Rangers that I'm really hoping – I don't have tons of confidence, but I'm going to go with this one if I have to instead of Otto because I do think it's tough. He's going to be a middle reliever. Yeah. most likely, and it's tough to be like, man, what a great middle reliever you, we have. But you
0: do see the potential in case things started, yes, went poorly.
2: Is Leody Tavares. Okay. He is going to be your opening day center fielder. He is going to be batting ninth. And I know, hey, you don't get as many at-bats batting ninth, but if you can get on base 35% of the time, you have Simeon and Seeger right behind you to knock you in. And so for me, I believe that he's a very good defensive outfielder. And if he can get on base and consistently get on base, he can have a major impact on this team batting ninth. I know that sounds weird. But I would bat him ninth because of his speed, and if he can get on first base and figure out a way how to get to second base, I think he can score a hundred runs for this team this year. I do
1: too, because Simeon. You're, you talk about Simeon; he's putting line drives into the outfield, and that like that's yeah. where you get up on base and you steal second or find your way over. You're right, Mike. One of those two guys is going to be able to get you in, get you in for sure.
0: And they love the top four. You know, we talked about that yesterday and how much Bochy likes them. I'm gonna, I'm going to stick, I guess, with. Uh, Josh Young. It might be because you're not supposed to like get close with people or let that impact your decision, and I hope I'm not, but just every time we've talked to him, you can tell how bad he wants it and how hard he's putting the effort. Sometimes that makes a difference. Sometimes it doesn't. But I would love to see him be one of our, you know, homegrown guys. We drafted. We watched him come up. People stocked up maybe on his prospect rookie yeah. cards. And then they got to see him overcome adversity and do well. Well, so.
1: Kevin, your guy was 0 for 2 yesterday. and My guy hit a home run. So here we go. So we're out. So well. we're done. We're- <laughs> I mean, your guy's kind of on the roster. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, is is Nate Lowe, Nathaniel Lowe not a surprise then? Because of what He, he won he did the last silver year? slugger. Yeah. Like, I
2: mean, he. He, he ha- I guess
1: he was last year's surprise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so it's really tough. Like, uh, what can he do better? Yeah. Make the all-star team, I guess. But, I mean, he was considered the best hitting first baseman in the American League last year.
0: Yeah. And there are still some people that are pretty darn positive from the four six nine. Really think we're underestimating the team. Don't be surprised when they win 89 to 91 games. I will tell you this. That would surpass Vegas' expectations by 7.5 to 9.5 wins. And so it's it's not like there's a lot of people who feel that that would be incredible. I think the Metroplex the Metroplex will be so friggin' stoked if this Rangers team goes ninety oh, and sure, seventy two.
2: I want to take this real quick. I'm just looking at your uh, thing. Here. Oh yeah, um, Fan what? Fantastic.
0: Fan that's, <laughs> no. that's a good clarification. Corey. Thank <laughs> what does Mike
2: think about Kyle Cody? I love Kyle Cody like two three years ago, but he has never established himself as a major leaguer. they they're asking about possibly a future closer. I really like his stuff. But he's never even been able to stick in in the major leagues. And maybe this will be the year. I I don't know where they have him slotted to start the season off. Uh, I do really like his stuff. Six-foot-seven guy with good movement, throws hard. I remember him having a pretty good breaking ball to go with that good sink on his fastball, live fastball. But I just don't know where the Rangers see him fitting in. That's the tough thing is sometimes this is a tough thing. Like I can make fun of Dwight Powell or say Reggie Bullock this and that or or Kyle Cody or this guy stinks or that but i mean there then you look at like man Kyle Cody's really good yet he can't figure out his way to stay in the major leagues you know
0: and then i think this might be i think this might be the most likely outcome from the 806 i'm realistic big improvement still short of the playoffs what i expect is competitive baseball in late august i that, i love that line That's a very achievable goal. I I will admit, if the Rangers don't matter in late August, I think this season is a disappointment, and that is not. I don't think that's a bold statement by any stretch of the imagination.
1: No, man, but I also think, man, one of the key factors, and we've heard it a couple times in the clubhouse, is the coaching could be the main difference. Like the talent, they added talent, but coaching and leadership and and all of those things could be the quality uh, that they needed the most.